Welcome to the Marketing in the Wild podcast. I'm Julia from Stratus Creative Marketing, where we are obsessed with finding real life in the wild stories about business and marketing. Everyone, I am excited to introduce to you Caitlin. Um, And before I get in the way of everything that Caitlin has to say, Caitlin, tell us about yourself and your work. Um, Hi, I'm Caitlin. Um, I have been a wedding and elopement photographer for the past five years. Um, Now I specialize in elopements. I'm the owner and lead photographer at Wilder West Elopements. We mostly shoot in Sedona, Arizona, but we're familiar with all of the West, um, hence the name. Um, Outside of photography, I'm also a mom. I have a little homestead. Um, I just, I like all things baking and grandma activities um, when I'm not being an adventurous elopement photographer. <laughs> it's like two ends of the, two ends of the spectrum, like your grandma era and then your yes. like elopement wild era. So yes. I love it. Um, so, okay. I have so many questions. Are you from Sedona? Like how did you end up there? So I grew up in Phoenix okay. and I moved up north to Flagstaff originally seven years ago for college. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up moving um, south. So I live in between Flagstaff and Sedona and I kind of like work in between the two, mostly in Sedona. Um, I moved south about five years ago. So okay. I've been based right here for five years. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Sedona. Um, I went there with some friends, um, a few years, like actually like a weekend before COVID. Uh, oh, and gosh. one of our friends <laughs> couldn't come because she had this mysterious illness. Like, mm-hmm. and now we all are like, yeah. friend, <laughs> I won't name her name. I'm like, you brought COVID. Um, I, into- <laughs> I have a similar story, 100%, but I came from Spain, like yeah. in the beginning of January and it was totally in Spain beforehand. And I yeah. had this horrible illness. I never get sick. Then I worked a 200 person wedding. So I was oh like, my gosh. I brought COVID to Arizona. Well, because <laughs> that's the thing is she came from Amsterdam um, oh. and she came from like this convention where there were people from all these countries. And so yep. we were like, well, I guess maybe my friend didn't bring it. It's your fault. Um, yeah, I JK. brought it. <laughs> okay. So, um, so yeah, I love Sedona, love the hiking, love everything. Else. Did you grow up hiking? Like how did you like get into like elopements specifically? Because your website talks a lot about like adventuring and stuff like that. Did you grow up doing that? No, I did not grow up adventurous. I grew up in the suburbs of Phoenix and personally, I despise the heat. Uh-huh. Um, so I just remember honestly not loving growing up in Phoenix. I would like I dreamed of moving to Colorado or Washington since okay. I was in fourth grade. I remember telling everybody I'd be moving away so I could move to the mountains uh-huh. so I could hike. I always had this dream of being adventurous, but my parents weren't really adventurous. Um, and then I made a really good friend starting in fifth grade. She's more like my sister and we grew up together um, and we just started to hike. And um, I would go with her family to Washington and we'd go fishing and camping. And that just like was the seed that was planted for my love for adventure. Um, I really thought I was going to move to Washington. 
Um, I'm lucky to have found this little neighborhood of where I'm in, you know, in between Mm -hmm. Flagstaff and Sedona where I get the cooler temperatures, but I'm still really close to the Red Rocks, Mm -hmm. but outside of the traffic that Sedona brings. Mm -hmm. Um, And once I moved up here seven years ago, it was just me and my now husband. We just got into hiking as soon as we moved here. We just did it as much as we could. Even just walking outside here, it's just beautiful. You're just Mm -hmm. surrounded by trees and mountains and red rocks just Mm -hmm. when you're in your neighborhood. (laughs) And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I live in Salt Lake. So um, just a hot minute above you. Um, It's much cooler here than Arizona, but Mm -hmm. uh, we also like we are, our house is built into like the side of a mountain. Mm -hmm. And so this morning, I was taking a phone call for work, and I was like, I'm going to be five minutes late because I'm hiking up a mountain, like, <laughs> yeah. a side, like it is a sidewalk, yeah. but it yeah. feels like a mountain. Like, oh, um, literally my neighborhood, 100%. <laughs> like, I go on, we try to do like a two to three mile walk every day, and our neighborhood is pure hills. Yeah. And I'm like, I really should, oh, I should go in the forest. I should drive to a trail, but it's like, no, my neighborhood is enough of a yeah. workout. Just 100%. With the elevation. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, um, I've been trying to get out walking, and every time I'm like, Roger, can we move to, like, a flat <laughs> place? Like, yeah. it would be really great, and I'd like to think that I would walk more. Um, right. But anyway. Um, so, I've heard a little bit about, like, your adventuring. I've heard a little bit about, like, your business. Where did the photography come in? Like, have, like tell me about that. Yeah. So, when I was a kid, I always remember having a camera, whether that was like a thrifted film camera Mm -hmm. from Goodwill. Um, My dad was a photographer when he was my age. And I always remember him just having a camera around and I would take it. And I was really inspired by America's Next Top Model. I loved their extravagant (laughs) photo shoots. And I would just like, think of, I have a bunch of nieces and I would mm-hmm. like be like let's do this photo shoot in our backyard they would just That's be awesome. so extra <laughs> like I have a lot of memories as a kid doing that um and then fast forward to when I was in high school I really wanted to become a photographer so I had my mm-hmm. friends model for me for like senior photos mm-hmm. and then I kind of let insecurity get in the way and I was like oh I'm not good enough for this set the camera aside I like almost started my business when I was a senior mm-hmm. in high school, but yeah. just didn't quite have the confidence for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I was in, after we got married in 2017, I love my photographer. Her name mm-hmm. is Olivia Markle. She's actually not doing weddings anymore, but she mm-hmm. was amazing. I loved our photos and I loved the experience that she gave. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to make photos like mm-hmm. this. I want to make experiences like this. Like, let me try it again. And I was just kind of in a weird place in life. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy this camera, start it back up again, and just shoot as many couples as possible. I knew I wanted to do couples photography. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I was hooked. Like I was shooting like five times a week, just getting whoever would be in front of my camera, like just having Mm -hmm. fun with it, having fun in the red rocks or in the mountains, in the wildflowers, by the lakes, just... Mm -hmm meeting these couples, making that connection. And then also just having a lot of fun being creative Mm -hmm. because I was always that like type A student, very, very studious, like striving for that 4.0. And photography kind of let me embrace that creative side that was always kind of suppressed. And I just ran with it. And Mm -hmm. it's been almost five and a half years now since 
been. And now I have a camera sitting on my table. <laughs> now you are only doing elopements. Yes. How did you make that decision? Was that a scary decision to like move to only elopements? It was a little intimidating. So when I started my business, I definitely did some like market research. Mm-hmm. Um, living in between Flagstaff and Sedona, I was just like, okay, well, I love Flagstaff. I love the mountains of Flagstaff, but it's just, I don't know, the weddings just weren't super my vibe. And so I was mm-hmm. like, okay, let me market towards Sedona. And Sedona has always been a big elopement location. Mm-hmm. Um, even before I started, I feel like elopements yeah. really started to become a thing maybe like a year or two before I got started. And mm-hmm. so that I started shooting elopements from the get-go. Like it wasn't okay. just, oh, I just decided. Um, my first few weddings I ever shot were elopements Oh, cool. and it just happened. Like my best friend needed a photographer because her husband was getting deployed and she was like, can you shoot my elopement? I was yeah. like, heck yeah. And then people just started to book me for them. I okay. don't even cool. know how that happened. Yeah. Um, and so I was kind of doing like a 50, 50 mix of elopements and big weddings. Mm-hmm. I think I did that for about two years and then in, at the end of 2019. So before COVID, mm-hmm. I decided I was only doing elopements. And mm-hmm. my family was like, you're crazy. But yeah. I knew that I thrived doing them. I loved mm-hmm. big weddings. I love aspects of them, but they were really draining to do mm-hmm. twice a week, every week. It yeah. really does get to you. And I never felt that way after an elopement. I could hike five miles and mm-hmm. still be so energized and like leave with my heart so full and making these connections and helping couples from out of state build this dream experience, mm-hmm. it just came naturally. So yeah. in 2019, I was like, all right, I'm done advertising for them. And um, I started the whole process of rebranding. Mm-hmm. I didn't officially rebrand to Wilder West Elopements until 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, it's just, I never post about big weddings. I still do shoot a few a year, usually for like mm-hmm. referrals. Like mm-hmm. I just shot an elopement three weeks ago and one of the guests was like, can you please shoot my wedding? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a big wedding, but can you please shoot it? And I was yeah. like, yeah, let's do it. You know? That's awesome. Um, so I definitely 99% of the weddings I do are, are elopements and mm-hmm. they, I, I, They've always been my thing, and now it's just yeah. what I specialize in. Well, I love that it like combines this love for t- photography and your love for nature and adventuring. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, how have you figured out how to like market just to like elopements? Like, what was that process like? I think like definitely posting what I wanted to shoot. So mm-hmm. when I was first getting started, I was planning these shoots with my friends. I was like, okay can you wear a wedding dress and some hiking boots and bring your hiking pack? You know, like thinking, Uh I want this to look as adventurous as possible. Even if we're literally walking a hundred feet down a trail, like nobody knows. knows. (laughs) So I was like, okay, what do adventurous couples like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and what did I like when I was searching for that kind of style? So we got married in a national park Mm -hmm. in Washington. So we kind of we kind of had that style. So I was like, what, what did I like? And so that's mm-hmm. just what I started to create in my photo shoots. And I would have my friends do these crazy things of shooting in the rain and, you know, just like, just yeah. trying to look adventurous and right. doing some like rock climbing ones. And then I shot one in like the Grand Canyon. And I was like, okay, this is just trying to start building up my portfolio. And then also learning how can I differentiate from the other elopement photographers in town mm-hmm. and 
that was by inserting my personality into my brand and mm-hmm. onto my social media, my Instagram, you know, back then now TikTok. like I mm-hmm. show a lot of my personality, a lot mm-hmm. of my life on those platforms and people, they feel like they know me once we meet, mm-hmm. even though we've never met before. Um, For by sure. just, that's how I'm different. I'm not, yeah, I post these beautiful adventurous photos, but they also mm-hmm. know what my heart is. Um, other things I'm passionate well, about. And I can say, like, from my own wedding, um, like, you're, like, the photographer is catching, like, intimate moments. Mm-hmm. Um, we did not know our photographer, like, because we got married, um, we did a destination wedding. And mm-hmm. so, like, we didn't know our photographer, like, mm-hmm. other than, like, one phone call uh, mm-hmm. and a lot of emails. And there was, like, this awkward, like, feeling. So mm-hmm. I imagine, like, your couples who have been following you are, like, we know mm-hmm. and love Caitlin. And, like, yeah. even if you don't know them, they right? feel they feel known by you, which yeah. is going to make them more comfortable. So. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. And some people are, like, how do you just show up on your stories and talk to a camera? I'm, like, because I, I really do. I know that my couples are watching. So that's uh-huh. what I'm talking to. And when they can refer to stuff that I've talked about, mm-hmm. I know I'm not just talking into oblivion. Like, which <laughs> what it feels like sometimes. Yeah, no, for sure. I love that. Um, like, yeah, I love that you know your target audience and that you're specifically showing them, like, what they want. Like, you're even mm-hmm. giving them, like, an image of, like, what the success would look like for their elopement because you can show, like, hey, this is where so-and-so got married, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, so I'm curious, like, what has been, like, one of the hardest things about running your business? I think that getting started is mm-hmm. the hardest part. You know, i like I mentioned, I thought about starting it so many times. Um, getting started as well as the, you know, comparison game, mm-hmm. it can get to you sometimes. If you mm-hmm. just really start to think about, oh my gosh, I want to shoot weddings like that, or I want to charge as much as that person, or I want to mm-hmm. make as much as that person. Well, who knows? They could be saying the same thing about me because we don't mm-hmm. actually know what's going yeah. on in each other's lives. For sure. <laughs> and For sure. whenever I let the comparison game get to me, that's when I, I really start to feel my business start to falter mm-hmm. and start to where I don't want to post. I'm starting to feel mm-hmm. insecure in my photography and into Mm -hmm. everything as soon as I look Mm -hmm. at other people. So honestly, I just like try to put the blinders on, focus on my own Mm -hmm. business. Of course I support my friends, but I'm not that person following a thousand photographers and seeing that on my feed because I will be like, Oh my gosh, I wish I could shoot like you. Like I, you can admire someone, but I feel like I usually take it too far and I'm like, wow, I wish I could be like that. (laughs) I have, I have that too. I think, I think that there's something about like, um, one thing that I'm working really hard on right now is to figure out how to celebrate other people's successes, Mm -hmm. realizing it doesn't take anything away from me. Like, um, because especially like everybody and their mother is a marketer right now um, Mm -hmm. is what it Mm -hmm. feels like. And I would imagine as a photographer, it sometimes feels that way too. Um, And I can look and see all these cool things that people are doing. And I have to like, like really sit down and remind myself like, Hey, their success does not make you less than. Um, And so I really feel like owning a business requires a ton of your own interpersonal, like, and your own like, like self-coaching in a way. Oh so, yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Whenever 
I always see photographers posting, especially right now with the economy being a little bit slower. I'm always seeing these posts of like, Mm -hmm. well, I see these people booking. Why am I not booking? Am I not good enough? Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, you can't even let yourself fall into that hole mm-hmm. because you, it is so hard to get out of it once you mm-hmm. get there. And it really sure. is. It's like, everybody's like, there's not enough people eloping. And you can look at the data that there are still plenty of people searching on Google, how to mm-hmm. elope, how, how much right. does eloping cost? They are still looking, mm-hmm. you know, up and researching about eloping. They are right. out there. Yeah, right. the economy is a little slower, but people are still going to get married just like they did in 2020, <laughs> you know? Right, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I some like I said, we did a destination wedding. So we met, my husband and I met in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. This is like the story that nobody really cares about, but um, we met in Salt Lake City. <laughs> um, we met um, a month before the pandemic shut everything mm-hmm. down. And so like perfect timing for us. Um, mm-hmm. But that also meant that we were getting married in January of 2021 when mm-hmm. nothing was happening. And mm-hmm. so I have never been somebody who like dreamed about her wedding but mm-hmm. suddenly the fact that I couldn't have a big wedding, like really yeah. like offended yeah. me. Totally. Um, <laughs> Not having the choice sucks. <laughs> um, and um, I loved my wedding. It was great. We had like 30 people there. But there are times where I'm like, I should have just done an elopement. Like, and it would have been significantly less stressful. Like yeah. even <laughs> just reading like your story about you and your husband, like, be like I read a little bit on your website mm-hmm. about your wedding and just realizing mm-hmm. like hey it was a great wedding but yeah. like hindsight is 2020 20. yes I could have used with less stress like oh my gosh <laughs> I like probably aged like 10 years in my seven month engagement like I, I was so stressed out and I also always wish that I was a photographer then because mm-hmm. I didn't even know about the world of eloping we did mm-hmm. kind of research it but it was not popular in 2017 yet. And right. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, if I knew what I know now, yeah. I could have planned us this like crazy, like Alaskan glacier elopement <laughs> that probably would have cost <laughs> half as much. <laughs> and then uh, like 10 times more epic. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's excellent. So we talked about like, what's the hardest thing? What's one of the best things or what's one of your favorite things about owning a business? I love the flexibility of my lifestyle now, Um, especially now that I'm a mother. I get to spend so much time with my son. I get to spend so much time, you know, on my business and traveling and my hobbies. And I know that is so rare when you have a traditional job. Um, mm-hmm. it's also given flexibility for my husband to work less. He's a part-time mm-hmm. engineer. He does oh. video with, um, my elopement business as well. Mm-hmm. Don't mind the dogs. Hey, um, no worries. How many, it had to how, happen wait, once. Pause. Like how many dogs do you have? Two. Two. We have they three, like which a- is, <laughs> yeah, it's like a little pack. Like it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Uh, I get it. Um, so, so he work. <laughs> he does video with you then. Yes. So he does like one elopement a month. Usually he takes on way less than I do because he's also a part-time engineer. But he also gets to have so much time with me and our son. And I know that is so valuable. And I do not take that for granted at all. We get so much like quality family time and we're just able to do a bunch of our hobbies. And I was, we were able to take like a parental leave. Like, yeah, we had to pay for it ourselves. But so many jobs, like it is not that mm-hmm. easy to have a real 
parental leave and Mm -hmm. I do not take that for granted. And I'm so grateful that, you know, we just worked super hard when I was pregnant and Mm -hmm. then just took a few months off once he was born. And Mm -hmm. that was amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I'm curious, like if you, if somebody approached you and was like, Hey, I'm going to start this business. What would you tell them? Um, I would probably tell them to not expect to succeed at first. And that's probably, I'm just a very realistic person. Hey, I think that's Uh, what people need. So mm -hmm. yeah, because like, I do feel like I'm seeing a lot of, especially like elopement photographers turn educators saying, everybody do this and you're going to be booking and you're going to be great. Mm -hmm. And this, you know, of course goes for all businesses, but you never know if it's going to take a month of busting your butt two months, six months, a year, five years. Like you have Mm -hmm. no idea how long it's actually going to take to be successful, but that work is worth it. And to Mm -hmm. continue going at it, um, because I really feel like one day you're, you will reap that Mm -hmm. um, benefit, you know, of all your hard work. And it's, I just remember going through six months of like, working so hard and just wondering like, is this what I want to do? Not really feeling super supported by people. And I was like, this is what I want to do. So let me just work super hard. And, you know, five and a half years later, I am so grateful for mm-hmm. working through those really hard moments mm-hmm. and now being able to feel like, yes, I did succeed and mm-hmm. it was worth it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I recently had a conversation with a high school graduate um, Mm. who is not sure like what she wants to do, um, Mm -hmm. which is fair. I mean, honestly, the fact that we expect like 18 year olds to figure it out. I just am like, this is ridiculous. I could go on and on. (laughs) (laughs) Caitlin, I just, this confirms like we need to be best friends. Um, So, but she was she was asking me, she like, cause she also wants like this lifestyle flexibility and that's mm-hmm. why she's having a hard time figuring it out is cause mm-hmm. she wants to travel and do things like that. And she asked me, she was like, well, I've been thinking about like maybe doing my own business. Like, but I also kind of want stability. Do you, how long do you feel like it took you to get stable? And I was like, let's just, <sighs> Like, what do you mean by stable? Like, right? Yeah, what like, does that even mean? <laughs> like, um, I'm also five years into this thing. And do I have weekly freakouts? Yeah, I do. Like, yeah. are they as bad as they were three years ago? No, they're not. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was like, if you're looking for stability, this might not be for you, um, mm-hmm. at least now. And, mm-hmm. But like it's all about trade-offs. Like it's Mm -hmm. all about trade-offs realizing like, okay, like if you work really hard, you Mm -hmm. get to reap the rewards later Mm -hmm. on. So Yeah. mm -hmm. And it's like accepting that maybe while you're pursuing it, you might have to have some weird side jobs like Mm -hmm. dog walking or being a barista or personal assisting or something like Mm -hmm. that. And you know, during that period of time, it might really suck, but Mm -hmm. you just have to keep working Mm -hmm. for your goal. Yeah. it's not I mean, for like everybody. My, yeah, my first year, like I worked 60 hours a week mm-hmm. because I just had to. Like, mm-hmm. and I, and well, I should say that I felt like I had to. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the moment, like I needed to just be producing. And yes. like now, five years later, I also was able to take a parental leave when my daughter was born and then also have now decreased like hours to like 25 Mm. hours a week. Mm -hmm. And that's like a perfect spot for me because I love 
I love what I do. Um, and I also love my kid. Mm-hmm. But like by the end of Sunday night, she's going to listen to this someday and I'm going to regret <laughs> saying this. But like, um, <laughs> but like, Maddie, I still love you. But um, she, by the end of Sunday night, I'm excited for childcare to come mm-hmm. the next day mm-hmm. because I love my kid and I also love working. And yeah. so it's beautiful to be both. able to have both now, but it took mm-hmm. like years of working yes. a ton yeah. to be able to do this. Like 100%. Um, mm-hmm. That's my exact story too. People mm-hmm. always just look at like my lifestyle now and think it came overnight. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you were not friends with me than my first two <laughs> years of my business. <laughs> like you have no idea what it was like to build up the portfolio, to build mm-hmm. up the reviews and mm-hmm. just the Google SEO, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, there's yeah. so much sure. to build up mm-hmm. that it's just, yeah, you can be a really great photographer, mm-hmm. but yeah, that yeah. doesn't get yeah. you very far nowadays. There's a lot of good photographers <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah. And now there's AI to compete with too, which is like a whole different <laughs> Gosh, you know what? So. I can tell you, I barely know how to Photoshop. Like, so I am not the competition people need to worry about for AI. Let me tell you that. <laughs> be like someday, like your unique selling point will be like, and I don't know how to use AI. So Literally. like, don't worry about that. Like your photos are real. I mean, I've always been proud of the fact that I can do these like astrophotography photos yeah. that are real, like straight out of mm-hmm. camera. Cause I don't know how to use Photoshop to edit <laughs> stars on to make it happen <laughs> yeah I can't so I'm like you know you'll get real ones like I can't I'm oh not gonna my make it <laughs> I love it I love it um Caitlin this has been really fun um to get to know you and your business if people want to learn more about what you're doing how should they find you it's been so fun thank you for having me um they can find me on most social media platforms Instagram TikTok Pinterest at Wilder West Elopements and then our website is just www.wilderwestelopements.com. Um, and it's a beautiful website, everybody. Thank you. So <laughs> you it's worth going taking a minute and going and finding it because I was looking at it before this to learn a little bit more about you. And I was like, this is the best website I've ever seen. Thank and you. I, that means so much. And me. I love my website. So like I love um, your website too. <laughs> um, but yours is beautiful. Thank uh, you. so Caitlin, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, everybody, go find Caitlin. Give her a little bit of love. Um, check out her feed if you're looking for an elopement photographer. Yes. Um, <laughs> hire her also. And if you're planning a wedding, stop planning a wedding. Yes. Just Here's elope. your sign. Stop planning it and elope. <laughs> It'll be worth it. As yeah. speaking from two people who did not elope, we'll tell you it's yep. worth it. So honestly, I've heard it time and time again. Let me let me tell you. But, you know, I respect everybody's wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, well, thank you, Caitlin. Thank you. (laughs) Friends, thanks for tuning into this week's podcast episode. I'm so glad that you have. If you've enjoyed it as much as we have, I just ask you to subscribe so you know each time we have a new episode coming out. If you loved our podcast and want to give us a rating or a review, I promise we will read each and every one of them. A special shout out to our friend, Carson Childers, who is producing our podcast. We really appreciate him and all the hard work that he's done for us. 
Also, thanks to the Stratos team. They have been behind the scenes doing all of the graphic design, brainstorming, etc., etc. Really, this wouldn't be possible without them. I'm thankful for each and every one of you guys. Lastly, listener, we'll be back next week, and I hope you will be too. <laughs>